I, I thought I understood a lot of the Ethereum ecosystem, a lot of the EVM, obviously quite heavily in the Avalanche uh, community as well. I, I kind of got a grasp of, of that. And then as soon as I started digging into Cosmos, I was like, shit. <laughs> I've got to learn. I've got to learn so much more. This is a complete different ball game. And uh... Yes, Daibog, thank you for coming on. Um, incessantly pestering you in your DM, so I really appreciate you jumping on um, and trying to educate myself and hopefully a few of the listeners that I've been trying to um, Cosmos pill. So yeah, thank you, thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Well, no, thanks to you for inviting me. I'm uh, honored to be here. It's actually one of my first uh, YouTube crypto, uh, you know, presence show. So I'm super happy. Yeah, great. As I said, um, as I was saying to you just before we jumped on, it's I tend to latch on to people who I see are kind of really specializing in specific areas. You, you'll know yourself that um, it's impossible to cover everything and be a master of every, everything. And I think a lot of people spread themselves too thin in doing so. So I think the smart move <laughs> would be to kind of chat to specific people who are kind of in the, in those. Uh, specific niches so and and your threads have been um excellent that's a fine art in, in and of itself isn't it like the whole thread game yeah i i, I like that game uh, i i just started <laughs> it a couple of months ago actually i think my first thread was uh three months ago uh but you know cosmos is an ecosystem where there's a lot to say and there's a lot of concepts you know behind the um yeah behind what people can see uh, there's a lot of uh, features to describe there's a lot of uh, uh, you know, vision from the founders uh, and from the community at large. So I think uh, thread is definitely needed here. <laughs> you cannot just do it, everything in one tweet. <laughs> yeah, you don't you certainly don't have enough characters to explore. I mean, I I thought I understood a lot of the Ethereum ecosystem, a lot of the EVM, obviously quite heavily in the Avalanche uh, community as well. I, I th kind of got a grasp of, of that. And then as soon as I started digging into Cosmos, I was like, shit, <laughs> I've, I've got to learn. I've got to learn so much more. This is a complete different ball game. And um, so I think what, I, what I'll do throughout the next 30, 40 minutes or so is probably just play, play the idiot in the room and just kind of ask um even some basic understanding questions so forgive me for coming across and asking some of the basics as well but i, th I think some of the listeners it might be some of their first exposure to uh cosmos as well so what what kind of what what has kind of drew you so close to the this ecosystem and what is it about um cosmos and in that whole um group and in the tech and everything like that what what is what what has drawn you so close to it yeah it's a good question, right? Because that that's uh, people pick their environment or their ecosystem, uh, maybe a little too randomly sometimes. You know, you get into Phantom and you like Phantom, and you get into Avalanche and you like Avalanche. And so for me, I, I went through the whole thing. Uh, I just 
you know, one ecosystem after the other quite methodically. Uh, I tried and see what, what I like the most and, you know, where the, mm, which one had the most, you know, ideals or the, the best vision. And so one, one, uh, one of the ecosystem that actually as an economist, uh, interest, interested me initially was Terra, uh, which I thought, you know, they were going after the real world utility, which I think is absolutely key for crypto to, you know, explore its real potential, but it's not just, you know, staking and locking and, uh, you know, um, uh, refracting and, uh, you know, double locking and all that. I think, I think we need to get away from that and start, you know, to talk to real life companies, real life applications, making it useful for people. And so Terra, I thought was going after that. Obviously it didn't end very well for them, but it was clear that they were built on a, on a platform that's were allowing them to scale uh, extremely fast and, um, you know, to get, to get, um, to, to be very scalable. And so that's where I, I started to dig into IBC, the tournament protocol. I realized, you know, quite soon that, uh, in fact, a half of the blockchain that, you know, you know, and use like uh, Binance and uh, Polygon and um, uh, crypto.com and all these blockchains, they are actually built on top of Cosmos. They use, they use tournament as a consensus algorithm. And so when you start to, you know, learn that you just, you know, pay a little more attention to what's going on in the, in the Cosmos ecosystem and especially in the Cosmos core development. And that's what I did. And, uh, I, I didn't go back. Yeah. So is it, is it fair to say that a lot of, a lot of people's kind of gateway drug to the Cosmos ecosystem would have been through Terra? Do you think? I think, um, I don't know, because there's a lot of uh, core Cosmos people uh, that, you know, it was basically two distinct community initially. Like now the lines are a little bit broad because all these Terra people, you know, had to find a new home. Uh, so I, I see some of them going into Elrond. I see some of them, some of the project going to Polygon. Um, but the Cosmos community, you know, was um, was there already, like before, before Terra imploded. And they have this uh, little star in the username and, you know, they, they are quite... <laughs> you can identify them they don't have the moon right they have the, the star <laughs> <laughs> yeah that makes a lot of sense i mean um so, so has there been a kind of has there been a scramble in the cosmos ecosystem for to kind of sap up those specific applications that were built on terra to try and kind of port them over to a blockchain that's not gonna <laughs> as you say implode yeah, there's been that quite a bit because, uh, you know, the um, so the way the Cosmos stack works is that you have uh, the consensus that is tournament and then you have the Cosmos SDK, which is the, um, you know, a module. I, I took, uh, I, I did a thread recently about the, um, you know, um, common points with WordPress in that you can you can uh, install basically the Cosmos SDK as you install WordPress or you can use it as you as you as you do with WordPress. And you can do whatever you want with it. You know, you can use the modules as you use plugins uh, in, in WordPress, uh, or you can fork it and, you know, modify the code as, as you want. And so you have that. And then the third big layer is, is obviously IBC, the third big component that enables the communication between the blockchain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, sorry, I, I missed your question. I, I started somewhere and I missed your uh, the first part of your question. Yeah, I was just saying the... Um... So, because there were specific applications built on Terra as well, obviously, <laughs> Doquan famously saying that, mm. um, like, 
Terra and Luna are more than just UST, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of kind of hilarious now. But there must be there must be enough space and enough kind of accommodation, enough people wanting some some of those uh, applications that were built on on Terra to kind of want to migrate over. I mean, I know one of the one of the one of the, the guys that I talked to, uh, Danka, Danku, Danka, he, he was quite heavy in, in terror. Sadly, he was quite, quite badly affected. I think they were running validators over there and they, they've started to dig quite heavily into Juno. Yeah. Um, so you kind of seeing, as you say, people kind of migrate and look for a new, a new home or a new kind of community to build on. But it's, it's just interesting to see who, who's actually been putting like the, I suppose it's kind of business, Biz, biz dev work and trying to say look we've got we've got this platform you can kind of come over come over here and port over and, and kind of bring your community and bring that that kind of those transactions and activity over to our blockchain as well but um i think what people won't first gather is as soon as people see a, a big ecosystem they immediately assume it's well with your ethereum we've just got a huge l1 with lots of applications built on top of it but how how does playing kind of the idiot in the room again how, how does cosmos distinguish itself from um just being it's just not it's not exactly just another blockchain is it it's, it's kind of a they they, they mark it as a, like the internet of blockchains where it's this whole ecosystem of interconnected um yeah. blockchains that are, can be applications specific or they can be kind of uh their own blockchain in and of themselves yeah yeah exactly so actually i, I remember where we started this i just wanted to say for terra uh, Terra was using a Cosmos SDK module. I was explaining the three layers of, of, of Cosmos. And Terra was using a, a module of the Cosmos SDK that is called Cosmosm. And mm -hmm. Juno and Osmosis are two platforms, two um, smart contract platforms that are implementing Cosmosm. And so the reason why uh, Juno and Osmosis in particular did that push to get uh, you know, Terra protocols to migrate to their, their ecosystem uh, is because they use a similar code base. So it's very easy for developers to port uh, the, the application they built on top of Terra and just migrate them over to um, to another Cosmosm environment like Juno uh, and like Osmosis. Osmosis uh, hasn't, um, you know, has doesn't have permissionless smart contract just yet. Uh, but this is something that because, you know, they, they are thinking about because Terra imploded and, you know, they, they just took the opportunity to welcome a bunch of projects there. And what, one of them, uh, you might know is the Mars protocol, which is a lending and borrowing mm -hmm. protocol um, that you know that, that that was taking off on on Terra. So you can see there are there are uh, the are the app, app chains uh, app chains that are you know focus on one uh, one specific mission, and I think that's what makes Cosmos unique is that you can have a blockchain for every use case, but you also have these uh, more general purpose blockchain um, and. Therefore, you know, that becomes their use case uh, to welcome other applications to build on top. And so, uh, you know, something that we we see um, quite, quite that will probably happen quite a lot is people launching on Juno, launching on Osmosis, because it's easy and they don't have to deal with the validators and they don't have to deal with much. Uh, they, they can just focus on, uh, on building their, their application, finding product market fits, and then move on to their own app chain, which is much more scalable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think what what's quite interesting was I I always had it in the back of my mind that I really need to dig down into the ecosystem, but I think I think what really really sparked something in my mind was um, well 
it was it was almost certainly your thread on DYDX. I mean, I heard the news come out, um, mm-hmm. and as soon as that came out, and as soon as I read this, it just everything kind of those those ideas were in in the head somewhere, they were in the brain somewhere. But as soon as this kind of it all just kind of clicked, it was like yeah. what it just makes complete sense. Why would a decentralized perps exchange with extremely high volume um, not have its own specific blockchain tailored to its own needs. And then everything else just kind of, the downstream effects of that just completely just made sense. Like on a wider scale, it's like, why should there be a blockchain where there's an NFT mint and a gas war going on, where at the same time there's, I don't know, several million dollars worth in a lending and borrowed protocol about would be liquidated. It makes absolutely no sense to have everything all under one roof. And then it just, that's when I, I was like, oh shit, this, this <laughs> is going to have traction. This is going to have legs. And as soon as that, I mean, <laughs> it makes sense as soon as like it clicks in your head, <laughs> but until that, and until like that, that kind of DYDX moving over the catalyst, um, I mean, it was in there, it just needed kind of coaching out of me, but what is the significance of, of DYDX coming over? Um, obviously, this thread's extremely detailed and written really brilliant, and people can find that. I'll leave it in the description. Is this going to be the start? Do you think do you think more people will port over? And, and what's the kind of incentive for DYDX to, to kind of go and uh, roll up onto uh, Cosmos as well? Yeah, so I think this is very significant. I think this is the first domino to fall. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. the people were kind of uh, like the Salvador for Bitcoin. Uh, I think DYDX <laughs> is kind of uh, the equivalent for Cosmos in terms of a uh, big Ethereum project that decide, uh, you know, Cosmos is a better fit, especially since uh, the, the founder, uh, Antonio, he's been, you know, extremely adamant in the past about finding the best environment. Like he doesn't really care about, uh, you know, loyalty or not even so much of the, on, on the community uh, as per, you know, his own admission. <laughs> Uh, he's more focused on, on building the best product because he thinks people will follow. And so the fact that, you know, they went over the option, they were pretty locked in uh, to launch on, on, on a, you know, an Ethereum rollup uh, called StackX. Uh, that is actually, you know, the, like kind of the, the creme de la creme de la of, of, uh, <laughs> of rollups. Um, they, they use, uh, you know, best in class technology and they are new and, you know, they, basically they have everything going for them. And so the fact that they decided that uh, it was better to launch on Cosmos, and he explained it uh, very well, um, I think that was a big deal. So uh, it, it, it did click for a lot of people, especially since uh, it showed you know the power of Cosmos in terms of being able to have your sovereign chain. Because the reason they, they, they did that is also for speed, um, like execution speed. And Cosmos uh, and tournaments in general, you know, the, it didn't have this. Uh, this reputation of being a, a protocol based on speed. If, if you think about speed in crypto, you you just go for Solana, right? For all mm-hmm. these other books and kind of uh, financial fi- financial systems that, that require that. But here you have a protocol that just say, no, one of the reasons we actually moved to Cosmos is because we need speed and that speed we can get by basically, you know, customizing um, our chain the way we want. And in that case, it's basically customizing the validator software so that the order book is into um, is built into the main pool of the validators and not on chain so they, they, they're going to have an off-chain order book uh, at the validator level and that's something you couldn't do anywhere else basically mm-hmm. yeah that make, that make, as you say that's that makes an awful lot of sense immediately when i don't i think of speed i think of i think of solana um 
so that's 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 really interesting that they've and and this this tweet from antonio was like middle of november last uh, year so it's so he's just he really seems like a <laughs> a man on a mission and i was listening to the the bankless episode where they were kind of interrogating him and i think they were a little bit uh sour that uh dytx were moving over what what does the i mean what does the port portability look like does do they need to start because um with the actual contracts do they have to start building from scratch or do they kind of uh bring in evmos or what what does that even look like do you, do you know on the back end yeah i think they have to build everything from scratch i think for them there's a it's not it's not portable uh, to cosmos so obviously now in cosmos we have evmos which is the we actually have uh, more than evmos we have kava evm as well but uh, we have some evm compatible cosmos chain that are that are popping up obviously the biggest one is Evmos and you know it's being built by uh, Cosmos OGs, uh, so that's by far the most uh, popular uh, within Cosmos. Uh, but but I think we're going to see others coming up where they're going to offer the EVM compatibility, um, and they're going to be connected to IBC. And and for me, being connected to IBC is kind of a, a game changer because of you know the way you you connect to IBC, you open up a new world of uh, possibilities because IBC by itself not only it's uh, you know I think it's a consensus based um communication protocol um, much better than any you know bridge out there uh, in terms of security mm -hmm. in terms of trustlessness um but also you know as as you add blockchain you basically get more and more network effects and and within ibc because it's a general message passing protocol you can do a, a lot of different things uh, one of them is interchain accounts uh, i think that the, that's a good example of the way uh, Cosmos, you know, becomes composable that you can execute, you can launch an order on one chain and execute it on another chain. So you would be able to, you know, make a, uh, make a, a transaction on DYDX and have an effect on Juno, for instance. Yeah, that's, that's huge. I think even when, like, I think the Ethereum endgame is probably going towards sharding, but there's also concerns around kind of parallelization of transactions through that. And a lot of people are trying to kind of um think of ways and means to do that and i'm pretty sure they will get there but it seems like the solution's already staring people in the face with this kind of interchain accounts which makes an awful lot of sense and i also don't think that we've even begun to see composability as 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 such powerful tech it, it, particularly in DeFi, i don't think we've even scratched the surface of what is actually possible with composability mm -hmm. i mean we get we get some hints at it but um i think with this this just opens the whole realms of possibility when people say kind of DeFi is there as much in as much in this space is is already being churned out um i think that's a pretty stupid statement to be honest i think there's all, all sorts of kind of activity that's bubbling under the surface that it's like it's like when you were when you were younger and you, you were playing like the play, playstation one and you thought geez how is this ever gonna get better this is like amazing and then now you look at like a playstation 5 with the graphics and how <laughs> how much kind of functionality it has it's yeah. you don't know you don't know what's out there until it's out there kind of thing <laughs> so yeah. the um someone was asking in the discord is um it's called it's cosmic is there an interchange security or something, something along those lines i only seen it as a, as a brief um point in the discord someone mm -hmm. said it could be quite an interesting topic but I, I didn't really dig too too deep into it yeah I, I think it's a great topic 
Um, so one of the things that people say against Cosmos is that uh, building up your validator, set, your validator sets, uh, you know, going ahead and recruiting recruiting them and paying them, you know, paying so much for security is uh, is detrimental to uh, especially to new applications. And so that's where uh, intelligent security comes in because you're able, and that's that's a bit the pocket dot model uh, where you 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 consume. That's why it's called a consumer chain. These consumer chain are able to consume security from the hub, meaning they can use the hub, the Cosmos hub uh, validator, in order to uh, you know execute their transaction, validate blocks, and all that. So they 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 actually don't need to go ahead and and you know try to recruit hundred validators. They can just use the one on the hub that are themselves you know that have a stake on them. So the hub I think uh, has three almost three billion dollars uh, worth of atom being staked, it might be a little less now, I'm not sure what's, uh, where's Adam trading at today, but it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's in that range. Um, so it's actually going to be, the, all the consumer chain are actually going to be very secure. The economic security of these chains is going to be guaranteed and it's much simpler to, to, to launch. So I think um, as, as it, you know, as we, as uh, we move forward on that, it's going to be like plug and play blockchains uh, where it's going to be as simple to launch a Cosmos chain as it is to launch it and adapt on Ethereum. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, does, does, does the interchange security tie into a lot of, uh, I don't want to say concerns, but from a purely speculative nature, people will like the, the simple argument for people who want to be tourists in the ecosystem and trying to sap as much uh, value from the atom token as possible is, is that kind of a, an argument for the kind of underlying value of the atom token because naturally with um every kind of ecosystem built into there you can kind of people will say and i've heard the arguments that avalanche and phantom and solana that they had meteoric rises in uh activity and network effect which obviously lends itself well to kind of um number go up <laughs> if i want to put it in crude terms but mm -hmm. what 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 are the foreign foreign against arguments for kind of atom token value accrual and more on a speculative nature is i think it's quite a quite a big topic in 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 that community isn't it yeah it's a big topic so for me it's uh it's interesting i mean uh, obviously i'm a i'm an atom holder and a big believer in the ecosystem but i appreciate also the vision of cosmos you know moving step by step like it, if you look at Avalanche, for instance, sure, it went up like crazy during uh, you know the summer last year. <laughs> it also went on like crazy uh, <laughs> yeah, a couple of months ago, and it's still going on pretty bad. So Cosmos, on the other hand, I I feel like there's a very you know step by step vision uh, where you know you will launch the hub, uh, connect to IBC, launch interchain security, uh, launch interchain accounts. IBC routing, so all that we, we can we can go in deeper into how these um, these new modules, that these new features are going to be able to capture value for the hub. But I think in you know in itself, it's not a bad thing. A project that goes uh, step by step and doesn't you know moon uh, from 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 the get go like like Luna did and also crashed extremely hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of I kind of tend to agree. I think that the problem with this space because um, I think it's the same with any kind of emerging technology or any kind of great opportunity you, you do get the kind of heavily tourist inve in investor class and retail participation and they believe if 
unless prices going up, there's nothing happening. But it's 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 completely the opposite from what I've seen with with that ecosystem. And as you say, yeah, um, the likes of your avalanches have faced quite a difficult uh, <laughs> yeah. difficult spell recently, and um, obviously talking price appreciation and now depreciation has kind of shown that as well. What I've heard from we have a, we have a channel in our Discord that's kind of blockchain uh kind of modular versus monolithic and, and all that jazz what what is there seems to be a little bit of kind of negative feedback surrounding avalanche subnets um do you think they're just kind of a a stopgap or the idea that they're just kind of fulfilling the needs of what everyone's kind of what the wider narrative is and and to have these kind of side chains and um subnets and things like that is do you know any, anything around what the differential between that and say the uh cosmos ecosystem would be yeah no i, I think uh you know for me i'm, I'm sold on uh, on on these uh, interoperability blockchain so i'm so i'm sold on polka dots i'm sold on avalanche i think this is a way to go like the, the subnets even you know the l2 for ethereum i, th I think this is all great uh, the thing is, Cosmos has like five years uh, leg start. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just seeing everyone else catching up to that. Uh, I, I think Cosmos uh, has built IBC. Cosmos has the Cosmos SDK that uh, is now, you know, proven. Tournament is powering, you know, half of the uh, is behind half of the TVL uh, in, in DeFi. Um, so, you know, I think all these ideas and all these uh, the, the subnets and you know, I, I like uh, the Avalanche people. I think they're very smart. Um, there's actually efforts to connect Avalanche to IBC. There's efforts to connect the Polkadot ecosystem to IBC. In general, I just you know I'm just betting on the one that uh, got a five years head start because it's it's a little known fact that uh, as uh, even before Ethereum launched, Jake Wan, who is uh, one of the two co-founder of Cosmos, uh, had already written the tournament uh, white paper. So Cosmos Cosmos basically predates Ethereum uh, in in the sense that the ideas were there. Multi-chain world vision was already there before before Ethereum was born, and I think that's uh, that's something that is missed in a lot of people. And um, you know, it's going to be great to have other option, um, but you know, you can't deny that that's that the work that has been done in the last five years by by the Cosmos people. Yeah, that's that's kind of crazy if you think about it, isn't it? It's like that's expert level kind of. Foresight. predicting yeah it's 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 it actually blows my mind when i think about it like that <laughs> if you think back to kind of the first first iterations of ethereum compared to the vision of cosmos it's it's head and shoulders apart it's it's not even kind of comparable and now everyone's kind of realized that jesus this this <laughs> this cosmos ecosystem probably had a <laughs> probably had a leg up and probably had something uh, going on there so that's that's um super interesting to play out and do you think <laughs> a lot of the technologies probably conform and uh diverge to a similar kind of structure because i think that's kind of what we're seeing now yeah you absolutely see that i mean if you read the uh the latest uh, vitalik papers uh, or blog post you know more and more you, you kind of find cosmos everywhere like he's saying <laughs> he's, he's saying it sometimes but you, you feel like uh you know he he, he has cosmos on the mind cosmos cosmos just uh, drew the, the the perfect roadmap for for ethereum and as you say like the topology of the of the blockchain whether it's avalanche polka dots or ethereum they're all moving towards a cosmos 
um, topology, like a cosmos structure. Uh, and obviously, you know, that, that goes uh, straight into the cap of uh, the cosmos, the cosmos founder who <laughs> saw that, saw that from the very beginning. I think actually they know each other. Um, Ethan Bergman, yeah. Vitalik, you know, they're, they're part of the OGs that uh, work on blockchain from the very, very beginning. No, that's, that's incredible. Um, should we get stuck into a couple of projects that you like specifically over there? Yeah. Just to see. Um, I mean, for me, I've probably did like the basic <laughs> Osmosis, um, Evmos, Secret, Juno. Yeah. And they've all been great. Every time I've used any single one of them, it's been it's it's been excellent. But as are there any kind of under the radar? I mean, I spoke to do you know the dimensions guys who are trying to do roll ups over there? I don't know them. Uh, I, I've seen them. I've seen them. I've, I've seen them around. Yeah, I mean, there's you know, there's an incredible number of projects. I have actually a, a nice Berg picture on my uh, Twitter feed uh, where where I am showing you know there's sure there's a couple of Cosmos project right now that um, you know got 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 attention, and that's uh, Juno, Osmosis, Secrets. Obviously, there are some projects that um, are built on Cosmos, but you know, not really part of Cosmos just yet because they didn't connect to IBC, and that's uh, you know Thorchain. Um, yeah, Kadina uh, is it was on the list, uh, Crypto.com, and, and all this blockchain. But behind all that, there's a, there's just so many you know new, innovative, uh, one of a kind uh, protocols that are coming up, and I, I think uh, that's something that is missed on, on a lot of people. Yeah, I think you can scroll down quite a bit more, but uh, that's um, you, you're gonna find it. So yeah, I can I can um, I can single out the projects I, I'm, I'm most excited about. Um, mm -hmm. Some of them are, you know, haven't launched yet, so they're already in th that map of zone. You might want to scroll a, a little more. I've been tweeting quite a bit these days. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so one of them is uh, uh, Axelar, uh, is I think one of the most interesting projects. It's uh, built on Cosmos. It's a it's a cross chain protocol, um, and so here it is. Here you can see the, the iceberg. Okay. So you you have uh, these projects already live on top, uh, you know, over the water, and then under the water, <laughs> people uh, <you> know, <laughs> can see that there's a bunch of other and and every single one of, one of these projects. We're not talking, you know, your your NFT collection or you know your <laughs> your uh, Uniswap fork, right? It's it's every single of these projects uh, has a crazy you know talented team behind them, and it's um and and they they're doing something that others don't. Uh, which I think is very important in, in blockchain, right? It's not about forking uh, what others did and trying to make money through a new token. It's it's actually about building new new app chain in Cosmos. And, and these projects pre-launch are kind of um, kind of minimal viable, viable products out there. Or I mean, ideally, people can probably go and try these out or start jumping into discords and things like that. So these ones bubbling under the surface, as you say, are these kind of pre-launch, uh, pre-product or? Yeah, um, most, so Axelar has a, you know, they have the satellite bridge that you can use that already to connect uh, the EVM chain to Osmosis. So you might be able to um, use Axelar. Um, on the top here, there was Agoric. So Agoric, I think, is uh, has been in development for like five years, or four or five years, uh, and that's uh, built by uh, you know ex Google, ex, ex Microsoft, uh, guys that have been you know instrumental in, in in coming up with the JavaScript language, right? <laughs> so they are pretty um, 
pretty uh, you know high level developers and so these guys they are they are building a blockchain where you're going to be able to uh, code smart contract using javascript and that, you know therefore you can bring uh, javascript is the most popular uh, scripting language out there and so the fact that you can let them develop smart contract you know is, is going to be a big deal and very easy for them to uh, innovate on, on top of agoric damn that's smart i was i was listening to there was some fund on the empire podcast the other day saying that they've they've been trying to attract developer activity and send Blockchain developers is, is something in like the lower five figures, like 20, 25, 30,000 yeah. developer region compared to, as you say, Java and more um, commonly adopted language, languages. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a really interesting way to kind of open the floodgate, isn't it? By just kind of saying, well, you've already got this skill set, now come bring it to this kind of new innovative. I don't, I, just again, it's, <laughs> it's Cosmos mm -hmm. ecosystem. They just seem to think um, extremely logically, <laughs> but why, why wouldn't you try to do that instead of trying to have all these kind of um, like neon, neon labs where it's like EVM smart contracts on Solana and things like that. Just why don't you create um, portable and transferable skills and bring all those guys over with skills they already know. That makes, makes an awful lot of sense. Makes I'm going gonna, gonna, gonna to add this to the list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great, uh, great, great alpha. <laughs> Yeah, it, it makes total sense, uh, and I think that's something that is only possible because they are doing their own sovereign chain. Uh, it's not something that Solana could do. Maybe they could. I mean, we, you know, there might be ways, uh, technical ways to do this, but uh, it is definitely something that is very Cosmos specific in the sense that uh, they can they can modify the code in ways that uh, they are building their own uh, virtual machine, basically. Uh, where you where you can uh, use JavaScript to do that, and JavaScript you were saying uh, 20k, 30k developers, you know, in blockchain in total. JavaScript, I think there's like 10 millions developers uh, out there in the world. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Are but, that's, but that's that's the thing, isn't it? As as we were saying a little bit earlier, it's well, you, you don't get you don't go ahead and get a hundred million people operating in DeFi or in the web three space by having it in a having it in its current format you need to actually bring over what people are kind of used to and particularly from a developer's perspective um they're gonna go and do what they know they're gonna go and do what they're proficient at yeah. um and, and obviously you kind of see in these um new chain spin up i think there's an awful lot of interest around move and the new kind of guys who left facebook and Meta. they're going to kind of spin up their own, their own blockchain but it makes an awful lot of sense that having even having just i don't know one to ten percent of that kind of developer activity come over it's just going to yeah. be it's just going to open up a world of possibilities in my in my opinion yeah yeah i agree i agree it's going to be uh, this big for innovation because the more people that have access to these uh, these blockchain the more they can find the tool that people actually want to use so we we, we you know, maximize the chance of having the killer app, uh, the crypto killer app that will bring everyone onto blockchain. Yeah, and even even kind of um, traditional kind of tech web two companies, if you want to if you want to call them that, it, if they've already got the capabilities in house in the engineering department and and all that kind of jazz, that have the capabilities, but they didn't want to kind of go and spend millions upon millions hiring specific blockchain developers if there's if there's a kind of gateway in 
with what they've already got in-house. That also mm-hmm. makes an awful lot of sense for those kind of companies to start um, exploring or even experimenting in this space as well if there's a platform that to do so. Yeah, absolutely. And something, um, so something, you know, that might come to mind for you as a, you know, all these blockchain, well, aren't they going to be overloaded like Ethereum is congested? Mm. You know, aren't they going to face all these troubles? The cool thing about Cosmos is that whatever is being done for the hub, so in, in that case, uh, interchain security, uh, the consumer chains can be implemented easily into the authors. So that means Agoric, for instance, if, if if they start being congested, if they see there's too much uh, you know developer activity there, the, uh, any project on Agoric, uh, if Agoric um, implements the interchange security module that is already there, you know, as, as a WordPress plugin, you, you can you can um, uh, start to use it. Uh, that means that you could have consumer chain for Agoric. Right, so it's 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 a great way for for projects for the chains to themselves being able to spin off new blockchain that are still tied to them, and so the way interchain security works is that it it uses uh, the validator of the uh, of the mother chain. So we expect that in, at, at the beginning that would be the hub, and we we're gonna have the first uh, consumer chain for the hub. Uh, within the next couple of months, there, there, there's been a governance proposal voted for that. So that's going to be um, another smart contract platform called uh, Neutron that's going to that is going to launch. And so all the value accrual from uh, you know the transaction fee is going to be uh, to the benefit of the Atom staker on the Cosmos hub. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, you know that's a very interesting model where these applications are basically bringing value to the the, the chain uh, that give them uh, security through the validator sets. Yeah, it makes an awful lot of sense. I'm, le- I'm learning a lot here. <laughs> this, is, this is good. <laughs> um, is there anything kind of I seen with regards to one of the recent grant proposals? What was the what was the kind of beef that was happening there? I mean, I think it was people asking for around half a million dollars to develop uh, liquid staking models for Cosmos. Yeah, right. <laughs> so Cosmos is a Cosmos is a place that likes drama. There's a lot of uh, <laughs> there's a lot of uh, and you know it can be uh, can be a little weird sometimes. But at, you know it, it's because Cosmos is really decentralized. If you go on uh, actually that that would be maybe something that interesting to show. If you if you go on my profile and you click on the yeah. um, on the Google Data Studio report that I, that I have there, I'll just show you this uh, one. Yeah, this one. Uh, I'll just show you what development looks like because there's no Terraform Labs uh, in Cosmos, right? Uh, go, go to contributors on the left side uh, panel. You have uh, contributors. So here's here are the entities that are currently building Cosmos, and and as you can see, um, obviously the Internet Foundation is uh, at the center of this, but Internet Foundation is like five people, <laughs> like it's it's uh, it's not a um, they're just there to distribute the grants, basically, and set. Uh, they help with you know setting the the goals and the roadmap, but they're not uh, developing per se. And so, in practice, Cosmos is being developed by by um, you know a bunch of different entities that build modules. And uh, so, two of these entities, the biggest one, are you can see on I put the number of engineers working for them. There's Informal System and there's a, a Intention Berlin, and that's a, that's a German company there that, that that is on the other side with 40 en- engineers. Uh, but there's many others and projects building on top of Cosmos, like Celestia, like Osmosis, 
and like others um and and you know that, that that's the one that contributes currently but there were there were um, others before like a uh, that we talked about they all um they all contribute to core cosmos because they want these modules for themselves so mm -hmm. development is happening in in parallel uh, in the cosmos ecosystem and so because you have that setup and there's no talk one uh, to tell you okay you're right you're wrong uh, <laughs> how it's gonna work um, your size is not size your size is not size shut up Go for um, you. You don't have that in Cosmos, and and that means everything is being discussed uh, live on Twitter. <laughs> so, so you, you must you must get kind of you must get kind of fraction in in the camp by by doing this. But I suppose everyone's kind of got the the, the benefit of it, um, whether this be through the idea of personal game gain or the idea of wanting to pursue the ecosystem and make it as make it the best ecosystem that there is on the planet is that surely if everyone is so kind of passionate about it that it steers the whole ecosystem in, in the correct way and i think this kind of setup we i can i can really picture what, what you're getting at here with like the more of a core the core core development um bodies there and then obviously the some of the protocols that have spun up there trying to develop on that as well but it seems like it's just going to steer steer everything in the right direction yeah naturally you're going to get kind of fractions and kind of like people who think one thing and people who think the other if you didn't that'd be an extra that'd be extremely strange but um <laughs> seems like seems like it seems like a really good way of working as well um i'm just trying yeah, to yeah. I think you know you, you definitely have these check and balances uh, that yeah. happen, and so right now it works. Uh, it's very public; like the disputes are very public. You have also a story at uh, Tournament, which is a company that um, developed Cosmos initially, where the, the two co-founder uh, co-founders started, and there was a very public dis dispute there uh, with you know uh, the majority of the engineers uh, resigning, and and you know a lot of a uh, public fighting uh, so cosmos is kind of built on that but that makes it a lot more resistant right you have uh, all, all these entities are you know have to talk to each other have to agree have to fi find find the best way to move forward and this is done in public uh, so people like uh, you know you me uh, anyone that has atom is able to take part in this discussion um, and ultimately vote for for the proposals and I think that's something uh, you know that 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 that's built a community that is very very interested. I don't think there's any other ecosystem where the uh, rate of people that vote, like the percentage of uh, stakers that vote, uh, is that high. Uh, on Juno, sometimes uh, the participation rate is like ninety percent, ninety-five percent. Yeah, that is that is extremely high, isn't it? Jesus. Um, so are the are the OGs who originally came up with the idea, um, are they still kicking around the ecosystem or is it being more handed over to the builder, builders? Yeah, so the two um, the two co-founders are Jake Kwan and, and Ethan Buckman. Uh, so Jay is starting um, a project called Gnolan that, that you've seen on the iceberg. Yeah. Um, and, and that's going to, you know, that's, that's one that uh, you should keep your eyes on. There was a big airdrop uh, there was a snapshot for an airdrop. You know, Cosmos is also the airdrop king, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes uh, thousands of dollars um, handed out to stakers that had maybe fifty dollars staked. Uh, that was the case for Juno and Osmosis. So, Damn. 
it's another you know interesting thing about Cosmos is that it's it's very community focused, and it's it's quite rare for the best project, especially the one that uh you know received grant from from the Internet Foundation, uh, to not airdrop, and 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 because they are being carried out carried out by uh, high quality teams, in general the value of these projects are, are is quite high. Uh, so Gnolon is a is the next airdrop uh, that you know everyone is very excited about, and that's because Jake One is is behind that. And then uh, Ethan Buckman is um, the CEO of Informal System that is on on the um, Data Studio report that uh, you know we were checking out before. Um, so yeah, both of them are are still there, still active. And then you have uh, some you know key tournament people from from the old company uh, that are still there kicking around as you say uh, <laughs> active, like uh, inclusion is a uh, zaki manion uh strange job is a uh, jack zamplin all these guys are good follow on twitter if you want to stay up to date in cosmos awesome yeah that's great no i'm uh as i say i feel like i've got a lot of homework to do but you've given me a lot of um food for thought there is is there any kind of final final points that people should be aware of is there any kind of uh immediate catalysts or immediate launches that we want to finish on and then we can kind of wrap it up and i'll make sure this is up um yeah. within the next 48 hours and i'll pull down the audio as well for spotify because i know a lot of people like to listen on, on their commute to work or if they're kind of just doing the odd jobs and things like that so is there any, any kind of final final points yeah um well if you want to get started on cosmos pretty fast you can check uh, the data studio report that uh, you know i showed you here i have uh, in the intro, I have some threads uh, that people might be interested to check out because uh, I, I, I've made you know I've made that in a way that you can go step by step uh, in terms of building your Cosmos knowledge. Um, what to look out for? I mean, uh, if you go back to the iceberg again, uh, I'll show you uh, which project uh, you know uh, are coming up um, fast. Uh, Agoric, I said, Celestia is another big one. Um, Quicksilver is launching. I mean, all these projects are launching this year. Um, all, all the projects you see there, they are scheduled for 2022. Um, maybe not Celestia. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, I, th I think the roadmap was 2023 for the mainnet. But, you know, all these projects I would keep my eyes on. Um, yeah, that's um, okay. that's where I put, I, I, I'd keep touch with. Okay. I'll, I'll make sure I include that in any descriptions for Spotify and, and YouTube as well. So people can go through. Um, but yeah, um, thank you. Thank you very much for today. Um, I really appreciate the, the knowledge and info and alpha and everything that comes with, with this conversation. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so everyone can go follow, uh, I'll make sure that's left in the description as well. Yeah. As I say, I'm going to be kind of riding your coattails along this whole Cosmos ecosystem <laughs> journey and <laughs> learning from you as much as physically possible. And, uh, Maybe a couple of couple of months down the line, we should jump back on again and see what the updates have been because this seems like there's going to be an awful lot. <laughs> They're going to be an awful lot. They're going to be too much. <laughs> <laughs> right. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks, everyone. And um, yeah, we'll make sure we get this up in the next forty-eight hours or so. Thank you.